Hey, God has given us something prophetic uh, this morning that we're going to share with you just to really give you some sort of uh, prophetic sense for 2022. We're not saying this is the only thing God is saying, but it's uh, it's something the Lord has shared with Greta and me. I don't know what Greta's going to share, by the way. She doesn't know what I'm going to share, but we hope we hope it is in agreement, don't we, sweetheart? <laughs> that would be really helpful. So she's going to kick off. I will come back. Yes, well, good morning, everyone. It's so wonderful to be here. You know, there is um, fullness of joy in the Lord's presence, and it's so precious to worship our Jesus. I've been very aware, although the uncertainty continues in the world, uncertainty is a, is a standout word at the moment that describes things. I've had a strong sense of anticipation coming into 2022. And one of the many things I feel the Lord is saying to us right now is this, awaken the dawn of a new day. And a theme, like a thread, runs through this word, and it's the word joy. We belong to the kingdom of God, and one of the characteristics is joy in the Holy Spirit, in spite of the state of the world. And I feel for some of you today, the Lord is going to restore to you the joy of your salvation. In the days ahead... Father is going to show himself as the God of mercy, of might, and of light. You know, the Lord's great mercies are new every morning at the dawn of every day. And Father invites us, come to my throne of grace. Come receive mercy and grace to help you in your time of need. And I love this, that mercy brings life. God is so rich in mercy. He gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. And in John 10.10, Jesus himself said, I have come that you may have life in all its fullness. And there are those of you in areas of your life where the devil has tried to, to steal and destroy. In the name of Jesus, I declare life over you that it will live again and be fully restored. You know, he is the God of mercy and might. And Paul prayed this, he said, I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's mighty power to us who believe. And I really feel God wants to anoint us or increase with the spirit of might, Isaiah 11, that you and I will do mighty things, Psalm 108, signs, wonders, and miracles for his glory. And thirdly, God is the God of light. And it's interesting, the number 22 symbolizes light. And I feel in 2022 and beyond, there'll be increasing revelation of light. Long ago, Isaiah prophesied, on those living in the land of darkness, a light has dawned. Just before Jesus' birth, Zechariah prophesied, because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness. And then as he held baby Jesus in his arms, Simeon prophesied, Lord, I have seen your salvation which you prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations. Jesus is the light of the world, and God wants the world to know. So he's saying to you and me, awaken the dawn of a new day. 
And he has given us some powerful keys. One of them is worship. And Holy Spirit has strongly highlighted these extracts from the Psalms. And um, especially Psalm 100 has come over and over and over. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. And here's why. Those who know the joyful sound, the call to worship, will walk in the light of his presence. I will sing and make music with all my heart. What will happen? I will awaken the dawn. This is the power of worship. And the word of God is another powerful um, gift he's given us. It revives my soul. It awakens it. It brings joy to my heart and light to my eyes. That's revelation. I pray your hearts will be flooded with light that you will understand the confident hope he's given you. That's what Paul prayed. So the Lord is reminding us, his people, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Herald the dawn of a new day to those who are in darkness of fear and despair. And also, awaken the dawn of a new day for the whole world. Pray, a most potent key that God has given us. You know, and I love that God sends visions and dreams to encourage us to keep praying. And in September last year, I had a profound dream. I don't have time to share the details. But in it, I saw revival being birthed by the church in prayer. There will be the dawn of a new day for sleeping Christians who will wake up. There will be the dawn of a brand new day for multitudes who will be born again. So keep praying that in his mercy and might, God will pour out his spirit on all people across the world and pray that the morning light is about to break upon us with a fresh visitation of Jesus. Now, although it looks dark out there, there is hope on the horizon. You are a carrier of God's mercy, might, and light. And he is calling us to awaken the dawn of a new day. Thanks, honey. I think you'll agree it's been a long night for these past few years. Long night, a dark night, and if you want to know where COVID has come from, take a look at John 10.10. 10. Uh, Jesus says the thief, talking about Satan, comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. And in these last few years, we've seen millions die. We've seen millions more robbed of peace and freedom, being with family and friends. People have been divided. Others have been shut out of their nations. Others have had their livelihoods destroyed. Churches have been shuttered and, and some have closed. It's been a long night. But you know, there is good news. And, and when you're in the night, it seems like good news is an impossibility. But there's always good news. And and about 3,000 years ago, King, King David had a problem there. He took an unlawful census of Israel. I haven't got 
time to go into why the Lord was so angry about that, but a plague came upon Israel and tens of thousands of people died and Jerusalem was about to be wiped out with that plague and King David petitioned God and God in His mercy uh, stopped the plague. And Bible commentators say that out of that time, out of that whole event, David wrote Psalm 30. And I just wanna read you one verse from Psalm 30, it's verse five. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes with the morning. I believe that is a word for right now. That is a word for where you are. You're watching online, you've been in a night, there's been a weeping in your spirit, a groaning in your soul. Stuff has happened uh, to make you sad. And, but I wanna tell you, only lasts for the night. Joy comes with the morning. There is a morning coming. Greta shared that prophetically. And I know that, um, I, I believe that that, that that wording up there, dawn is coming, is something from heaven. Come on, I want you to say that right now. Say it out loud. Dawn is coming. Come on, say it again online. Say it in your home. Dawn is coming. It really is. And as uh, I was back in last December, uh, I was asking the Lord for some revelation for 2022. And then uh, he brought to my attention strongly a verse that I'd memorized many, many years ago, and he highlighted it to me. And it's Proverbs 4, verse 18. And it says that the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The path of the righteous. You say, well, who are the righteous? Well, I wanna say there's nobody righteous here in your own. There's nobody watching online that you are righteous in the sense of being perfectly holy and pure. But the Bible says in, uh, in Romans 4 verse three, Abraham, the father of faith, believed God and God counted him as righteous through his faith. And we know that Jesus, having died for us on a cross, offers righteousness to anyone who believes that He is Lord, that God raised Him from the dead, that He died on that cross to have our sins forgiven. Uh, you know, John says in the book of Revelation, praise to the one who's forgiven us our sins because He's washed us in His blood. That blood that was shed at Calvary. The righteous are those who have faith in Jesus Christ. It's not your performance, it's your faith in Christ that makes you righteous in God's sight. And as long as you and I stay connected to Jesus, God keeps crediting righteousness to us, even though in our imperfection, our condition is not one yet of 100% righteousness, though one day it will be. Yet staying connected to the Lord. And if you've lost connection with Jesus, because you know, I love online church. It's fantastic that you can watch church anywhere from anywhere in the world. And we've probably got people watching this from different nations of the world. And I love technology, but you know what? I found it, it gets a little easy to cruise. Yeah, just let the disciplines go. Just, oh, you know, I'll just hook into online church and that's fine. And I, I praise God for that gift, but hey, I think the Lord is asking for something more than clocking in for an hour on a Sunday on the TV. He's asking for a daily staying connected to Jesus Christ. Anyway, 
So if you're a believer in Jesus, you're one of His righteous ones, which means that this Scripture is applicable to you. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter till full day. I like that fact. We're on a path, the path of the righteous. We're not wandering in circles aimlessly, though I must confess the last couple of years, it's felt like that, hasn't it? It's like you, you, you just start out there and then something happens and you just kind of, don't know where you're really headed, but I wanna tell you we are headed for somewhere. God has a destination for His people. Psalm 23, one and three, the Lord's my shepherd. He guides me in right paths for the honour of His name. Your shepherd guides you. And I love the fact that that scripture says that the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn. Now, what's the light of dawn like? Well, many of you know my first wife, Jane, was in a wheelchair for 21 years and she passed away. And when God healed me of the grief and I began to think about remarriage, I said, Lord, it'd be really nice to have a wife that's healthy and fit. And when I married Greta, I got a shock. She was not only healthy and fit, she was extremely healthy and fit. And one of her practices would be uh, many times a week to get up at 5 a.m. and exercise. Well, I tell you what, that was a culture shock for me, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I could agree with these quips that people have said about the morning, there's nothing quite so early as morning. An alarm clock is a mechanism used to scare the daylights into you. Anyone who sleeps like a baby doesn't have one. There ought to be a better way of starting the day than having to get up. And kind of like, whoa, that was shock. But you know what's happened to me? She converted me. I now love 5 a.m. starts. It's awesome. And so we go exercising every second day. And, and you know, the thing about dawn and, you know, when it's kind of summer and spring and autumn, well, you know, around that time, it's dawn. And the thing we notice are the birds. Like they are just singing their heads off. Thrushes and blackbirds and twoies and even the odd rooster. Uh, they're not so songful, but never mind. And uh, the birds, it's the dawn chorus. It's incredible, the bird song. See, song and dawn go together. Now in the natural realm, dawn causes the song. But in the spiritual realm, song causes the dawn. Psalm 57, eight, wake up my heart. Wake up, O lyre and harp. I will wake the dawn with my song. You're in a night. How do you get from night to dawn? You begin to wake the dawn with your song. Don't let Satan steal your song in the midst of this pandemic. Don't let Satan steal your song in the midst of confusion. How many of us have been disappointed that you know you're just making plans for something and then bang, there's another lockdown or there's this or there's an outbreak and then plans get cancelled and disappointment comes and you can lose your song. Don't let Satan steal your song. He, Jesus is still on the throne. Father God still loves you. He's in control. The kingdom is coming. Jesus is coming back and this thing will pass. We need to praise and worship God. I, David said, I will awake the dawn with my song. Praise and worship despite the long night is the sign of an awakened heart. 
And we need to beginning, begin, we need to say like the psalmist, why be downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. I will yet praise Him, my God and my rock. Now dawn has a faint light. It's twilight. It's sort of between night and day. But once dawn comes, it sets something into motion. And the sun begins to rise. And as the proverb says, it shines brighter and brighter till full day. Well, what's full day? Full day is noon. Noon is the time where the sun is brightest and highest and warmest in the sky. That's noon. And uh, I believe we're not at noon yet. And the ultimate noon is the return of Christ. But for every believer, if we keep connected to Jesus, then the promise is that our path will be like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until full day. And in full day, you can see everything. In full day, it's full sunshine. Not only that, do you know at noon, the sun is due north in the sky. If you're watching in the Northern Hemisphere, it's due south for you. But it is, it's due north. And uh, we would, I'm remember going to military training camp and school cadets and they taught us how to find north from where the sun was at any time of the day using your watch. I haven't got time to explain that, but you can do it. Your sun is your bearing and it's true north. Now, once you know where due north is, you can travel east, west, south, any direction accurately. If you don't know where the bearing of north is, you don't know where you're headed. And there's a lot of people and some are here and some are watching, you've lost sight of north. North's been obscured. You don't know where north is anymore. Things are upside down. Things have been tipped on their side. You don't know which way to go. You don't even know if the way you're going is the right way. I wanna say to you, You need to believe God in 2022 that your path is like the light of dawn which shines brighter and brighter till full day. You need to believe the Lord is going to again bring direction to your life, purpose to your life. He's going to show you true north. You know, the Bible says He sets His throne in the north. Whoa, every bearing comes from Him. Now, the thing about the dawn is you can't go from dawn to noon in one step. It's like it shines brighter and brighter. It's a gradual process. I remember after Jane died, it was about a, a one month after she'd passed away and I had to go and do a, a lecture at our Bible college attached to the church I was part of at the time. And I tell you what, having to minister to a whole lot of students, it was my first time of ministry since she'd passed away and I found it really hard really difficult giving out and I was still grieving. But you know, God blessed. Wow, the Holy Spirit turned up, blessed a lot of people. And at the end, uh, the dean of students said, hey, we're gonna pray for David. And so they gathered around and prayed for me. Then he prophesied over me. And this is what he said. I see you in a valley where the sun is set, but it will rise again. And you'll see the first glimmers of light and the light will increase to full day. And you know what? That's exactly what happened. It happened gradually. God healed the grief. God brought more light. And from that moment on, a little bit of light, like something dawned in my spirit at that word. 
When he said that, that's what prophecy is for, to bring encouragement, to bring a bit of light. Our prayer today is that the little loaf that Greta's presented to you, the little loaf that I'm presenting to you, God will take it and multiply it in your life, multiply faith, and that you will multiply and break this Word open for other people out there. And you'll begin to share, hey, you wanna know a great Scripture for 2022? The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter till full day. I can testify He's the God that turns night into dawn into full day. Light steadily increases upon our paths. As we put the Scripture up again on the screen, just for you to cite it, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. As I said, I started to prepare this message uh, in mid-December, it's when it started uh, germinating in my heart. And I, I every week get a, uh, an email from Rick Joyner. He's a prophet in the United States. And I took note with great interest for, of his first one that came through on, for 2022. The first one he sent for this year came through on the 6th of January. I've got a screenshot coming up. But he opened it with Proverbs 4.18. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter till full day. In the mouths of two or three witnesses, let something be established. And I believe that we need to declare in 2022, whatever happens in the world, however darker it gets, um, we need to declare that the path of the righteous will be like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter. Awaken the dawn through worship and prayer, as Greta has said. Sing to the dawn, speak to the dawn, and be a dawn carrier to other people. Be a dawn carrier to other people. I just believe that we need to inspire others to believe that despite how dark it gets out there, and it may get worse before it gets better, folks, it may get worse before it gets better. And whatever darkness is happening in the world, you need to know that your God is the God that even in the middle of the night out there, He can bring a dawn to you in your heart. It might be full night out there, but it could be full day in here. He really is the God that can do that. And I'll close with this quote from Charles Spurgeon. He says, faith walks up the stairs that love built and looks out the windows that hope opened. You know, God built a stairway of love through Jesus Christ that we could ascend into connection with Him. But it takes faith to walk up it. And I think these last two years, the enemy's been trying to suppress faith and bring hopelessness and bring despair and, and, and bring weariness of soul and disappointment. But I, I think if we've been camping down at the bottom of the stairwell, you know, and you're watching online, you're down at the bottom of the stairwell and some people watching, you're right down at the bottom of the stairwell. It's time for you today to take some steps up the stairs by faith, believing that God has built a stairway that won't crumble under your feet. He's built a stairway that you're not gonna fall off. It's solid. It's, it's, you can trust it and you need to walk up that stairway and what? Throw open the window of hope. Hope sees a better future. Hope sees something that the natural eye doesn't see. Hope it convinced that there's something 
bring good out there. Biblical hope is a confident and patient expectation of future good. That's pretty hard for a lot of people to have in the midst of this pandemic and the circumstances and the economic downturn and and all that stuff that's happening as a result of what we're seeing and threats of war and all of that stuff. We need to believe today prayer changes things. Singing to the dawn changes things. Walking up that stairway, looking out the window of hope to see a vista of a dawn breaking when you see that dawn can come. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes with the morning. It really is true. 